You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, dude. The 90s call. With Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to Hey Dude, the 90s called. I'm Christine Taylor. And I'm David Lasher. And we have um, a really fun guest today. David, I think we both know this guest from eons ago, right? Yeah. From from when you and I knew each other, right? From our right around our Hey Dude days, maybe just a little after. No, I I met Jerry before. we did a Burger King commercial together uh, a few Wait. years before Hey Dude. What? Wait, first of all, do we all have in common that we did Burger King commercials I, yeah, together? That was your first job too, right? That was my first job. Oh, a bond. we are forever bonded, the three of us. Uh, yeah, Jerry is a, a New York actor. He, he you know, started when he was young and I saw him all the time. And uh, I'm so excited to talk to him. Well, should we let him in? Should we say hi to our guest? Yeah, let's say hi to the birthday boy. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. What's up? Ain't no boring. Like, <laughs> I'm not in, like, my closet. I'm not oh, in some, look like, at makeup you. room. Wait, let me make sure. I wore glasses now, everybody. I'm so sorry. He's still You're handsome, so- though. Still <laughs> handsome. Dapper as ever. You're obviously on a Hollywood lot, I'm going to guess. Um, it's a fake backdrop. It's a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at oh you. Oh, my gosh. It's so great to see you guys. It really is. You too, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. What an honor to be here. I guess this is It's so funny. I never thought of myself as a 90s icon, but I guess I am. I mean, I'm up here with Stiller and Durwitz. It's like I'm in that same rarefied '90s air. You sure are. Yeah, yeah. You're you keep it going, but we're gonna go back into yeah, we're gonna go back into your '90s stuff. But you're 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 hotter than ever, man. Congrats on the talk. It's so awesome. Yeah, you know what's so funny is um, uh, so for those who don't know who are listening, I'm Jerry O'Connell, and I uh. I was an actor, a contemporary of Christine's and of David's um, for many years. And about a decade ago, uh, I got into hosting. Um, and it's uh, it's funny. I'm going to tell you, honestly, I felt a little bit like, um, you know, I was not working as much as an actor. Um, and uh, it was uh, it's frustrating. But, you know, when you get to be my age, you have periods in your career where uh, you don't work and you have children and <laughs> you have to work bills and 
you know, I actually went back to grad school. Actually, I was going through such a quiet time and um, I didn't know what I was doing. And I, I was fortunate enough, um, Kelly Ripa invited me to co-host with her. Uh, at the time it was uh, Regis and Kelly. Uh, yeah. And Regis was uh, um, on sabbatical. And I went to go co-host once. I'll tell you, I really felt, um, I, I, I felt like I was an actor and I couldn't, I mean, listen, guys, back in our day, you couldn't do what they called reality television. You couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? We were actors. We, I was an actor. I was in Stand By Me, man. I was in Room 6. Oh no! You, you were in Room Six. You were uh, in Calendar Girl. I was in Calendar Girl. Yes. And I um. And I'm not going to say I thought it was a step down, but I felt above it that I couldn't do it. And it was Kelly Ripa who grabbed my arm after I hosted once, and said, "Hey, you should do this. I'm telling you, I'm an actress, and I know what you're thinking right now. And this is, you're good at this. This is going to be a job for you." And I remember thinking, like, I'm an actor, I'm not doing this. And I am so grateful. Every day I wake up, like every day I wake up and like I try and make like, a, okay, what am I grateful for today? And it's a long list. And every day, like, thank you to Kelly Ripa for telling me to like host and stick with it because I'm a talk show host now. I mean, that's- Jerry, let me tell you, there's not a lot of actors that can pivot that way. I mean, you happen to be a natural. You know, well, you I, guys have. You guys have naturally rolled into a podcast. So I'm not the only one. Yeah, we're grateful and it's so fun, right, Christine? It's so much fun. But Jerry, you have ha you have you have always had that personality. You are the person that the minute someone walks into the room, whether it's a set or a party or whatever it is, you make whoever that person is feel comfortable you like as if we've known you a million years you and that is infectious i mean and that is why you're such an incredible host because you everyone feels like they're your best friend and that's such Christine, a gift are you still a bachelor fan <laughs> yes of course i i, I mean, mean I, like i, I, I do not watch it used to be not as obsessively as the time what? as the as the year that so, your uh, brother so, was so i want to tell a little i want to tell a little bachelor-esque story um I was going through one of those periods where uh, I was not working. I wasn't as hot as I used to be as an actor. It happens, okay? And I got a call out of the blue from my agent, which was kind of shocking. And they said, <laughs> you've been offered the role in a film called Room Six. And I was like, this is incredible. Like, finally, people are recognizing my talent. I can't yes. wait to hear now, By the way, because I want to tell you, and David and Christine, you can jump in here. Like everyone talks about when you come to LA, you get what's called sides, which is like a, a scene that you practice and you go and you sit in the same waiting room with the David Lashers and all the other actors who look like you <laughs> and you audition for the same roles and you see each other and there's a competitiveness, but it's also like a friendliness and you have a lot in common, but at the same time, they're your competitors and it's, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a market. You, it's a factory. You have to keep working at it, but all you strive to do is get to that point where you're what they call offer only, which is like, you don't have to audition. And everyone talks about, well, you must be offer only at this point. And that's like the goal, by the way, I want to say someone who has been acting for 30 plus years. It's never offer only. I still have to do, I'm doing a, I'm doing a self tape, which I'm taping myself right here at this setup after we speak, but I finally got offered something, Room 6, starring Christine herself. And I was like, finally, I'm getting <laughs> You've arrived. Offers. This is what You're I'm talking You're getting your about. due. You're getting your due. My brother yes. had just signed up to be the newest Bachelor. It was a big deal. My brother was going to be on The Bachelor. We, we watched the show, and it was really exciting. I get to set. We rehearse. I meet Christine. I mean, this is like an honor. And Jerry, you are really Christine painting turns to this me, picture very Christine differently. Turns to me day one on set and goes, um, I'm like, this is so exciting. I got offered this role. It's such an honor to work with you. I'm really excited. And Christine said, Your brother is the bachelor, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And Christine said, uh, you know, um, we were going through names of who should be, who should co-star in room six with me. And uh 
I mean, like I'm a big fan of your work, but also I'd like to know everything about this season of The Bachelor. And it was really fun because <laughs> Good Charlie. Going through, going through that season of The Bachelor was insane for my family. It really um I'm sorry to say this, it was kind of a a, a terrible experience. I, mean, I was I'm gonna to say, I, I was gonna say, Jerry, it had to have been horrible because but you, you were there every step of the way, and I told you everything, Chris. You told me everything. I mean, I have Wait, never why, had such. So why was it so horrible? <laughs> because you know, this is before. Look, this is a '90s podcast. This is before they had like mental health rules and everything. And <laughs> I can't yeah. speak. I can't speak on behalf of my brother, but. You know, it is in my opinion that he went a little bananas doing that. Like, you really buy into it. You know, he bought into it. He thought it was, it, you know, he was isolated from us. He was in a world where he was convinced it was the most important thing. And yeah. I'm sorry, Christine. I'm sorry, Bachelor Nation. It's it's not bachelor. Chill it's out, not it, it, believe me yes and and as a as a fan you can watch it as as just pure entertainment but for the people going through it and having to live through it and their families i completely understand that and i remember you telling me the stories and um yeah. i felt as much as you think that that's why you got offered the role in fact i'm going to go so far as to say i believe you were attached to that thing before i got asked to do it oh. so it's a, you, you did a you, jerry o'connell you, movie you, you that's spun what that you spun that beautifully really spun that beautifully we but had, i'll take it we had we had so much fun i mean it's a horror film i don't know how it's rotten tomato score is uh actually i do don't check on it everybody um <laughs> But um, we're, we're giving it, it was, a beautiful plug here. We yes, were, we were we were struggling with a budget. And I have to say it was fun working with everybody. But Christine, it was really fun um, working with you. It really was. It really was. But Christine, uh, you're not the only host of this show that I've worked with. I know this and I just heard this. Yeah, and I, I like I did I not know this before. Farther. Oh, my God. The Burger King commercial, man. That's right. We, what did you guys have to do in the commercial? Because I did a little counter girl action myself. For, um, I, but I did you? Oh. Can, do you remember the lines that you had, or were you just buddies going up and, think, and ordering? I don't think a... we had lines, David. I think it was just us doing activities, like what they call like like B roll footage of us doing activities, right? Yeah, I think we were doing chores or something. But we spent a couple of days out at that house, maybe in Westchester yeah. or something. And uh... Uh, well, it's funny. We 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 shot at a typically when you did commercials. On the East Coast, you went to a fancy neighborhood in like Rye or right. like Westchester and you yes, shot in like fancy neighborhoods. It was like yes. idyllic, idyllic suburban situations. Yeah, but hey, David, can I just say something about you on this podcast? And I promise we'll get to, uh, well, we to don't you? have any rules here, right? I can do say <laughs> no, rules. no rules, dude. And we can, um, we can edit. <laughs> um, I, um, uh, David, I got to tell you, I, I really think about you and not only you, but your family uh, a lot. Um, it, you'll never remember this, but um, we work together and um, you, uh, uh, my family was going through something like my parents were going through, uh, I it was, I had a, I'm not complaining about my home life, but there was a struggle going on in my home life. Um, and um, uh you know, um, you and your family took me to a Rangers game. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. You man. don't remember this. You took me to a Rangers game and your father bought me a Rangers hat. It was the first Rangers game I'd ever been to. And it was such a tough time in my personal life. And I had such a fun time. And we got a, your dad bought me a puck and a hat. And it meant so much to me. It really did, David. And I just want to thank you and your family and your parents. And uh, um, it was uh, it was such a uh, like a salvation for me. And anytime I see any sort of anything remotely involving hockey, it brings such a happy <laughs> memory to me. I I'm not even kidding. And it's funny now that I have 14 year old kids. I think we were younger then. Um, I'm not calling you out. You're a touch older than me. I was 12 at the time. I think you were like, I think you're a couple years older than me, but um, I, um, 
I, I like now that my kids are 14, um, I really like when I'm with their friends, I try and think about what a special time that was for me. Like just that afternoon, it was a Sunday afternoon that your parents took me and you to a Rangers game. And I really, whenever I do events with my kids, friends, who's, uh, you know, everybody goes through stuff. Um, I really think about that. I can't thank you enough. I think I really, I, I think about you so fondly. I really do. Dude, thank you so much because uh, I don't get to talk about my dad with people too often. Um, and uh, yeah, he was a, a diehard Nixon Ranger fan. And I'm sure he was so happy to have you with us and to give you a good day. And that's who he was, man. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, I remember your dad, too. I mean, your dad was the coolest guy. He was always with you. And, uh, you know, the British accent. And he was right. so classy and cool. And He's still around. He's still, uh, I mean, uh, my parents are older right now. Um, and uh, my father loves horse racing. So I take, him, uh, I take him to the racetrack as much as I can. Please send him uh, and Charlie I will. my I will. regards. I will. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Let's go back. I, I know this is a 90s podcast, but we have to talk about Stand By Me, okay? Oh sure. Uh, what, 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 what were you doing at the time? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you were a kid auditioning, but like, what was it like auditioning for Rob Reiner and then getting into uh, a role in one of, what I, one of my favorite movies of all time and that was a huge phenomenon? You know, um, David, you, you met me after Stand By Me came out. Yes. So before then... Um, it's it's really interesting and it's so funny for me because I now see it through the eyes of a parent who has children when I was around that age you know um actually my children are 3 years older than I was when I was in stand by me and it's crazy because I have one daughter who does act at school and stuff and when I see her working she reminds me so much of myself in that movie you know Really? Um, oh, wow. But it's really funny. When I was um, 
Well, I, I grew up in New York City and I had a few after school activities that my parents put me in. And one of them was on Sundays, I um, acted at HB Studios. They were sort of like a teen acting school taught by a woman named Marlene Mancini, uh, who still teaches. I looked on their website. Um, and I remember it was, uh, I was about 10 at the time and the kids were about 15, 16. So it was really fun for me to be there because it was like older kids who smoke cigarettes and like <laughs> wore leather jackets with Canal Street Jean Company pins on there. And like, like they were, they had facial hair. They were like older kids, you know? And, you know, I was a, I was, uh, you were really at the professional sports. children's school, right? Well, no, this is when I, this is before I went to high school and everything. Oh, okay. okay. And, um, I was in public school in New York and I remember one Sunday I was in that class and we had a, um, we had a, it was an improv acting class. So they set scenarios and then you had to improv and act and get into character and you had to choose characters and all that stuff. And we did a scene like, I think someone's had a suggestion. They said, you're on a rooftop, go. And it was like a group of us. And I'm there I am 10 and I'm with like 16 year olds. And I came up with this whole bit. You know, I now know having done improv, it's called the game where I didn't want anyone to stand on pigeons. That's take care of the pigeons. Like we have to save the pigeons, right? It's a funny bit. And it was killing. And after the class, this is the first time in my life anyone ever said this. Like the 16 year olds like came up to me and went, hey man, you were really was really good that was really funny you were really good at that and it was the first time in my life someone told me by the way my family anyone it was the first time in my life anyone said you were really good at something oh. and oh wow it really like i swear to you it really like it clicked with me it clicked with me now i had no real outlet for it because i mean other than that i was only shining no one i was only shining on sundays until <laughs> I went on a cattle call for a movie at the time called The Body, which later became Stand By Me. Right. Stephen King. And I, and I got a call back. And then there was an actor who lived on my street. And my mother had me practice the sides. We established what sides were earlier. In the <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> with a guy who was an actor on our street who was in Pink Flamingo. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The Flamingo Kid. Uh. Um, a movie directed by Gary Marshall, which ironically you you cannot find streaming or anywhere. It's really tough to find. I've tried to look it up. Great movie. And I practiced. I practiced with him. And so when I went in for my audition with Rob Reiner, I was ready for it. And by a stroke of luck, right time, right place, right age, it was for. Uh, I played a the character. I played Vern was a husky kid. I happened to be husky is just luck. And I was in Stand By Me and listen, this is luck too. Stand By Me became a hit. It's a cult, it's a cult classic. It's a, it's a classic. Oh, it, I'm in that, a classic movie. Yeah, it holds up, man. It's seriously one of I'm in two the... classic films, Stand By Me and Room Six. Oh boy, <laughs> we're never gonna get, it let, Room Six is just gonna be a recurring theme through this podcast. Sorry to all the listeners out there. Um, By the way, yeah. we're gonna get those streams up on that. Room. <laughs> yeah, really everybody, are. stream and download Room Six. Oh, and let me just I'm tell. I'm, I'm sorry to take up the the whole interview, but um, there's nobody else here, and uh, it's just. I don't know. Us. I've got to beat. I've got to beat Adam Durwitz. I've got to beat him. Um, <laughs> I um, it's funny when I got to set. Um. You know, I had been told my whole life, but leading up to being on set on Stand By Me, I had never been on, I had been an extra in a commercial before that. I was an extra. Um, and, but I had been told even by when I was like an extra in that commercial and in every class and in every setting I was in, like, be quiet, shut up. You know, my mother would say like, when you go to school, do not speak unless you're spoken to. I was always getting in trouble. They tried to put me on Ritalin at the time. It's oh, no. probably a different drug now. Um, they called me hyperactive. This is before ADHD. They said I was, sure. you can't tell from this interview, but like, I was like hyperactive. And um, it's funny. I remember the, like literally day one on set, day one rehearsing with Rob Reiner and River Phoenix, God rest his soul, and Corey Feldman and Will Wheaton. I remember 
doing something extra in a scene, ad-libbing, you know, the same thing I did when I was in that drama class and I got rewarded for it and doing it and Rob Reiner looking at me and saying, Hey, Jerry. And I was like, Oh God, here it comes. Like sit on your hands, shut up, you know? And he looked at me and he went more. I want to see more of that go farther. And I remember, and literally it was like a switch went off of me. And I was like, wow, I, I've just been in the wrong settings. Like I need to change my settings. Right. And your, your instincts have value. Right. And oh, you, that gave me chills. I know. That I love so that. What great. a great lesson. And so, so really, even as an adult, like I strive to put myself in settings where I, I can thrive. I can't really change who I am. You know, sometimes as an actor, if I work on like, I, I, you know, I have a recurring role on Billions on Showtime. And, you know, when I'm in a scene with Paul Giamatti, or with Damian Lewis or Corey Stahl, like I make sure to sit on my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not coming in there like, hey, you know, Mr. Giamatti, come on, let's let's mess around with the scene. Let's, let's get crazy. You know, I'm like, you know. Uh, oh, but I, you I felt comfortable when... changing Stephen King's dialogue. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. King. So it's like, it's like really funny. Like you got to find your settings, you know, you got to find, and I'm really fortunate that I, uh, it's just luck that it just timed out that way. It's, it's luck. It's absolute luck. You guys were so great together and so natural. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. if anyone's worked I, with I, kids. It's, it's... I watched the movie. Um, I watched the movie just the other night. It was on TV and um, I tried to watch it with my kids and I said, come on, let's watch this. But they're like so deep into TikTok. The fact that <laughs> Stand By Me is, <laughs> is longer than 15 seconds and we didn't break into dance and Stand By Me. They were like, this is boring. Can we go? Um, <laughs> yeah, Christine and I have had um, the same experience with our kids. Yeah, really. I can't get my kids off that TikTok. I'm really worried about my kids. They, they don't have the attention span to watch a two-hour movie. But Jerry, but can- Stand By Me holds up. I, we just showed our son who's 17. Uh, ben and I just, we, we during the pandemic, we just did a whole, you yeah. know, as most families did, d- yeah. we did a real deep dive and just went into so many of the movies we loved so much. And and we just, we it, jumped, it came on one of our lists. We were like, yes, Quinn is going to love yeah. this. Oh yeah. my God. It's just, su- it, it just gets you. It's such a good movie it's beautiful yeah. um you know it's so funny like we all try and figure out like what's the secret to good storytelling and you know it's funny i because i think often about stand by me um and why it has worked and really stood the test of time and i think it was I, this is my opinion i think it was a combination of things rob reiner um was a sitcom actor so he was a dialogue heavy actor like we're we're like uh, and and you both have experience with sitcoms like you rehearse you rehearse you rehearse you film exactly he really um you know and they don't do this on movies anymore because they just don't have time or they just don't it's just not how it's done you know he brought us in weeks before we even shot anything and we went to each location and we rehearsed every scene and rehearsed every scene and rehearsed every scene and because he came from a sitcom background, and you all know this, lines changed, jokes were made, more dramatic lines came in, they rewrote, they rewrote, we rehearsed. And then when it came time to shoot, which is when you get to a set, there's 100 crew members, it's like, all right, we start at seven, go, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. He literally said, all right, boys, show them. And then like trained animals we would go to our spots and run the scene and he'd say to the director of photography light it up let's shoot it and then we'd shoot it so it wasn't it was an adventure movie rehearsed and prepped like a sitcom wow and it really i've never seen that style of directing since because because we live in a world where sitcom people are not allowed to do movies they just do sitcoms you know this as well as i do you know um also, and, when you're working with your four leads are children, I would imagine he had the foresight to know that uh, the rehearsal process and getting you guys ready to go was was priceless, right? I mean, yeah. you could have it could have gone very wrong. But but you all work on sets. Typically, what they do is 
you were hurt, you, what they do, put it on, they call it putting it on its feet. That happens the day you're shooting. Yep. So you're basically doing it on the fly. And it was just such a well-rehearsed, it just, it just goes to show, like the, the process was, was different. Also, um, Rob Reiner had a director of photography named Thomas Del Ruth, who came from Westerns. So mm. it's a, it's, it, it's a, it shot like a Western. There's just so many great, I think it was just a combination of a lot of things and just really resonated. Listen, it's really funny too, because uh, my, my dad, who we mentioned earlier, uh, had a few friends who dabbled in showbiz and didn't make it. And he worked, my dad worked in an office with a guy who tried to move to Hollywood to make it as a filmmaker and didn't make it and you know gave up his 401k and it was like i remember my parents talking about it like he should have never gone to hollywood he made a big big mistake but so when we made stand by me i remember coming back home to new york because we shot it in oregon and my father saying hey listen because we shot it over the summer he was like hey don't tell anybody you want to make a movie this thing is never getting released no one's <laughs> ever gonna see it it'll never see the light of day oh. don't tell people i'm a movie star now this movie is never coming out. Well, and, he, he uh, must have been pleasantly surprised. And then, and then I after, remember saying it to me. Were they supportive though? After that, you 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 ended up going to high school at PCS, right? The professional yeah, children's school. Pro professional children's school. I did audition for LaGuardia, which is the fame school, and I did not get in. And I gotta tell you, still super sour about that. Really burns me. <laughs> I'm, you weren't I'm a sure. singer dancer. I'm super angry. It's so funny. Uh, a couple of auditions. I auditioned. Um, I auditioned for Anchorman, the movie, and I didn't get it, and that was my fault. It was. Um, I was not funny enough in my audition. I auditioned for. You'll never remember this. This is like how, this is how weird actors are. I auditioned for the Mod Squad, and I was like, I got this movie. I was like a hot actor in the '90s. This is the '90s podcast, and I was like, I got this shiz this is mine booyah drop the mic i did my audition and i was like mic drop um where do i sign and then giovanni rabisi got that role and that really still bothers me as you can see and by the way no <laughs> one saw that movie i mean what am i talking about i should be happy i didn't get that but still angers me yeah. but the one that really burns is not getting into laguardia that was a real bummer With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. How was your time at PCS? I mean, there was a bunch of... Professional uh, Children's School, uh, for those who don't know, is a private school in New York, which uh, actors, predominantly ballet dancers and and musicians go to because there are a lot of um, classically trained musicians that are very young, that need a high school experience, and uh, a lot of ballet dancers who are traditionally high high school aged. Um, You know, I got to tell you... um, it was a great experience for me. I came from public school and went to a private school. And um, I really, um, I really welcomed it. It was funny. Private school was so different than public school. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, it, uh, it really, um, it changed my perspective. I'm so happy I have all perspectives and I'm, I love my time at public school, but uh, um, it was it was it competitive? I mean, I'm looking at the notes here and Macaulay Culkin, Sarah Michelle Geller, Tara Reed were your classmates. Was there were you guys yeah, like rooting a, for each other or was there a competitive? It was a competitive. I remember um, you know, I remember in my day it was a lot of the Cos the the Cosby show, uh this is a nineties podcast, was the big was the biggest hit in the world. And all the Cosby kids, Muggle Jamal Warner. Um, and Tempest Bledsoe went to PCS, Professional Children's School. And I wouldn't say I felt competitive with them. I think I was probably more of a fan. I mean, (laughs) I probably didn't even think I was on their level. Oh, you know what? Let me also tell you something about Stand By Me. Um, When it came out, it wasn't popular with my peers. Um, It was popular with older kids. You know what I'm saying? Really? Uh, uh, When Stand By Me came out, I was 12. 12-year-olds weren't seeing that movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, too, um, a little too slow, a little too much of a, you know, the drama of it, right? You needed to be a little more, bit older, I think, right? So I'm going to get in trouble for this. You can bleep this part out. But someone in my life is older than me by like a year and a half, my wife. And um, <laughs> I started dating my, I was dating my wife. We were dating. and We were just dating. I didn't know if things were going to go places, but. Um, we were taking a major step and I, my wife is from Northern California. So we went to, I went to go meet her family and that's like kind of a big step and go to Northern California and I meet her family and I meet her younger sister. Who's really funny. And her younger sister is like, you know, stand by me is Rebecca. That's my wife's name. You know, stand by me is like Rebecca's favorite movie. And I was <laughs> like, uh, what? And my wife was like, shh, shh, stop, stop, stop. And she was like, you know, Stand By Me is like her favorite. She had a poster of it in her room and everything. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, wow, Rebecca never told me that. So my wife, who's a little bit <clears throat> older than me. Um, and and let's tell the listeners what is a supermodel, Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca Romaine. We're still married. We're kicking it somehow. Awesome. Don't know how that happened. Congratulations. <laughs> I know. I know. I think we were... I think, Christine, when you and I worked together, we were just married. Just married. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because we have our mutual friends, Monica and Gino. And we would, yes, <laughs> yeah. we, t- you, you, we were t- you were telling me wedding stories. You were giving me some dirt on uh, our mutual friends. No, um, no, never, never no, dirt. No, never, never dirt, dirt. Never dirt. Only good things. Um, uh, yeah. Jerry, I have to say, for you to have made the transition from from being a child actor and as you said it was luck you fell into it you you knew that it was that you know like you said that gear that you found that worked for you but making that transition then what was that process like like what was that period of time from from high school into college um, i went to uh i went to college um and uh um well it's it's so funny. I had a couple. Did you study who, acting? Did you go to NYU? You no, went to NYU? I, I, no? I went to New York University. I was yeah. in their film program. Okay. I wasn't really making films because at the time, this is a 90s podcast. You had to buy film and film is expensive. I mean, now you can just shoot things digitally. But 
I didn't really make any movies. I wrote a couple scripts that I got credit for. Um, I was in their writing program, I guess you could say. And um, I uh, was just going to college. But it's funny. Um, I, I was talking to a couple people who were like, when you want to go do something, you have to dedicate your whole life to it. And it's like, I was talking to somebody who's um, an actor out here in LA and uh, he was like, I had to just give everything up and just say, I'm not gonna get another job. I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm just gonna concentrate on acting. And I didn't do that. I was in college and I started, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really work after a Stand By Me. I mean, you know, and it's funny, I remember, feeling like uh, like jealousy about like, I remember going to see um, uh, uh, um, vampire movie, uh, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Lost Boys, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yep. Oh, yeah. In the theater and seeing Corey Feldman in there who I was in standby with. And I remember one of my friends saying like, hey, that guy was in standby me. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why aren't you in that movie? And I remember being like, yeah, why aren't I in that movie? Like, well, you had, a, you, you had a major physical transformation. I mean, you know, from the way you looked as a child to now, like, I mean, not even now, but a few years after Stand By Me, you were tall and handsome and ripped. and <sighs> Growth spurt. No, Growth it was, spurt. you were a completely different, different type of, uh, of look. Just a hottie. <laughs> This is a hottie, man. Like, uh, let's let's talk uh, about Jerry Maguire. Was that was Jerry Maguire your first big role back as an adult? No, can't wait. We gotta go back. We gotta go back. So so it's funny. So so I started. (laughs) I I started doing. I started auditioning for commercials in in New York really heavily in college, and I started to work. You know when when David and I did that Burger King commercial. We were young, but like, I wasn't like, I started to really become a commercial actor in college. And I, and by the way, this is back when you could be really successful booking commercials. Like I was, I was paying for college by doing commercials and then having money left over. And I was also living at home. I was saving all kinds of money. And it was that that led to like going out for what they call pilot season. So doing like TV shows, you know? I got a pilot for Fox on a TV show called Sliders and I was an adult, you know, I was, I had armpit hair. I had gone through that growth spurt that you're talking about. I remember that show. Sliders um, was so cool. That that I got Jerry Maguire and that was a big hit movie. And I think that's when people started to say like, oh, that's the fat kid from Stand By Me. And that was sort (laughs) of like. He's all grown. He's all grown up. To be 21 when they were looking for a quarterback for Jerry Maguire and it just lucky, you know? Wait, Christine, what did you want to go back to? What did we skip? No, well, I, that I, you did skip before you, you, you're forgetting one in there. It didn't quite have the same impact sliders had, but there was a little movie that you did called calendar girl. And if we're going to talk about auditions, Jerry, I, I read with you for calendar girl. (laughs) Jason Priestley, right? Yes. yes. You and I read together. That was one I won. And first of all, the first movie I ever did, because I didn't get the role of your girlfriend in that movie, but they gave me a tiny part at the end where I'm like dressed. I'm like in a Marilyn Monroe wig and I go into I the phone booth with with Gables. And um, but you and I read together and I remember feeling like this is going to be my big break. Like this was, this yeah. is my movie. Like I got this thing. Oh. I got this well, thing. <laughs> if you recall, it was actually quite an honor. We read for Penny Marshall. I, I, yes. I remember it. Yeah. So vi- it was on the Sony lot. I remember yeah. it vividly. So you know, what's funny. John is, um, what? Yeah. What's really funny is that, I mean, that was simply because I think Penny Marshall who was married to Rob Reiner. Yeah, I was going to say, did, did, did Rob put in a good word? Interesting. You know, I think it was like a Stand By Me connection. It's so funny. Yeah. I think it was like a Stand, stand, stand By Me connection. Christine, I know you didn't get the big role, but uh, the film... <laughs> it's okay. I think you okay. and I 
are the only two talking about it. I think uh, if we're going to go back to sides, it's very funny that you said that because throughout the entire process that you never if you were reading for a small part, you never got the full script. So I only ever had like this one scene with no context. And I even remember when they gave me the other role, I was like, I still don't even know what this role is. And I showed up on this on the set and they apparently I was supposed to be in a Marilyn Monroe wig and I was supposed to be mistaken for like, you know, it's a Marilyn Monroe story. Um, for all of those uh, listeners who have not seen Calendar Girl, you can By the way, stack the that one with are, Room 6. The streams <laughs> on Room 6 and Calendar Girl are going up. I cannot wait for that 25 cent check coming in. That will be fun for us. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I just wanted to just tag that as one of my little 90s memories because it really, it was the first movie that I was ever in. And, and, um, and you were, again... I didn't know you then, but you made me feel like a million bucks when I went in. You made me feel so comfortable. I was so nervous. Um, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I just wanted to share that little but side you know, note. It's, it's a, so funny. Um, it's so funny how the business changes. You know, back in my day, in our day, um, you auditioned for everything in a room and a group of people looked at you. And it's a nerve-wracking experience. And because I did so many commercial auditions, which are, I mean, uh, Christine, I don't know if you really did the commercial thing, but David, you oh, can attest. Tons. You go on. I did a ton of go, them. Yeah, yeah, Jerry, we were running around the city all, you know, every afternoon. Five auditions a day, four yeah. days a week. You're going on yes. twenty auditions a week, and you're not getting any of them. So <laughs> we didn't care. It was like, fun anyway. Yeah, you get this attitude of like, I don't give a crap i like this is it this is who i am and you can hire me or not and it's 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 funny um how the business changes you know now everything is like for any actors listening it's a self-tape world so you there's no more going into rooms you're just i know but I, I, I don't, I don't envy the, the, this generation now. I feel like it's so, there's something so, yes, it's convenient, but don't you feel like there's such a disconnect? And, and, Listen, and I don't want to come on a nineties podcast and be like, these kids today don't get it. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I feel like not having it, cha- it changes, it evolves. It's true. It it, there's, there's we, pros changes. and cons. We that's had for sure. a grit and a toughness and thick skin <laughs> about us. Yeah. That changes. I, yeah. So, Jerry, Calendar Girl, though, I, I remember reading for that movie. Everyone our age read for that movie. But that was a big one to get. And then... Yeah, but it didn't... I don't think it really... I don't think you have to worry about it changing the course of your life. I no, but, but it probably no, but changed... at the time, for, you don't know. For yeah. you, for I, you. I went to go see an opening day in Long Island, and I was, like, the only person in the theater. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure Jason Priestley was not happy about that. I talked to him a lot. He's a fun guy. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. But uh, for you, yeah, that must... on the show. That would, yeah, that would be that would have been a big breakthrough, break, breakthrough for you to have a role as as a grown, handsome, you know, uh, guy that you know is very different than the Stand By Me kid. You would have thought, but it didn't do anything, guy. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. You know what's so funny? If there's any lesson to be had, and what I've learned is I have zero expectations uh, in life. I expect. I expect everything. <laughs> so you're never disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I, by the way. That comes I, with I, age. I think that comes with age, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Did you? you I, I, yes. I, I haven't lost my, my zest to live and succeed. I just expect nothing. By the way, from my kids, from my wife, from my career, I expect nothing. And then everything is. Uh, then you're, then you're surprised Then it's, yeah. then you're delighted. Then, then you're just delighted. Right. Everything's a bonus. <laughs> so how did Jerry Maguire come to be? Because you, you play the star quarterback who's about to be drafted. Uh, Jerry Maguire is your agent and you got you and Bo Bridges, your father, just completely walk away from him. You know, um, it was an audition. It was an audition. I actually auditioned to be the agent. Um, oh, the, uh, Bob Sugar. The Jay Moore. Jay Moore, yes, yes. And I had a funny take on um, an agent that I had at the time who was, uh, I got a big-time agent at a big-time agency, and I sort of based it on him. In the audition, they said, will you read th- this role? And uh, I read for the quarterback. And, uh, you know. How was working with Tom and with Cameron Crowe? 
I mean, amazing. Uh, Everything you think. Amazing. Yeah, they, it's, it's really fun to watch a movie star. It's really... It's it's fun. I just I just studied them. I just watched them. I just um. I just watched them. And by the way, when you meet people on that level, and we know people on that level, um, they're really nice. They're usually there. Yeah. People on that level are usually there because. Uh, l- l- let me rephrase that. People on that level who stay on that level for decades are there because they're really nice people. And um. Yeah. It was uh. It was a great experience, you know. I um, you know, I didn't bother him too much. He's Tom Cruise, you know. Um, yeah, we were talking <laughs> to Jeff Bridges about this the other day. That you know, the the most talented people that have worked for a long time are usually the most giving, generous people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? They care about and the also, work. Yeah. yeah, the one who love the experience of just being on a set, who right. t- who are take constantly taking it in. And lo- loving every minute of it, and I, I, I feel like that's what it feels like with Tom Cruise. I mean, Ben has directed him, and and can attest that there is nobody who comes to the party more ready to play yeah. than than him, and and it yeah. shows in the movie. I mean, you're you're the one we 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 all hate, we the audience, because you don't stay with Jerry. Yeah, damn you. Sorry about that. <laughs> right, but but Tom Cruise is walking the floor with, uh, you know. Uh, his other client that he keeps Tidwell. Uh, yeah. And so what, you know, I, you, you had a great, you did a great job in that movie. Um, and then scream Two, How was that? So fun because in life, you never, when you move to LA, especially you feel like every, it's so funny. You like look in the Hills of Hollywood and you see the twinkling lights and you think like, <laughs> There are parties going on up there, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm not, not there. invited. To, I'm not there. <laughs> and you have a couple friends, but you go to like Dublin's, and they're like goofballs, and it's like you just like look up at like the lights and the hills of Hollywood, and you're like, how do I get there? How do I get to those parties? And then I get in Scream Two, and I'm hanging with the cast of Scream Two every night. And I'm partying with them. You're at the and party. A lot, of them live in, a lot of them live in the hills, <laughs> in houses. With you, felt, you felt and a part walking, of. I remember walking into like Courtney Cox's house and walking into Nev Campbell's house and being like, I'm invited to some of these parties now. Here I am. Look at me. <laughs> Those were you the cool down. They you were looked the cool down kids. on Dublin's. <laughs> <laughs> at all your old friends. Yeah. Jerry, and, but by the way, he... I do want to say, I do want to say to my old friends, when they were like, 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 where are you going tonight? What are you doing? I did not take any of them. I was like, I'm not going with you. You ain't coming with me, man. Later. <laughs> I, I lu- earned this. I'm lucky. You ain't invited to this party. Hey, did both of you guys audition for the original Scream? Because that was another one. I auditioned for that. That one was like the the the, the movie everyone wanted to get in our age I range. Didn't. I don't. I didn't. I don't know why. I, I didn't have a good age. I can't remember. But yeah, those were the cool kids at the time, and be, to be a part of that, I I get what you're saying, man. It's like yeah, we went. You're, out you're in the club. We went out at night. It was yeah. I was I was at the parties. It was really you fun. made it. You made, made it. it. <laughs> and then can't hardly wait. Another group of the, the cool kids. I've been so fortunate, man. There were some really good movies made in the '90s that I just. Uh, I just got in somehow. Was that with that one? Was Deb Kaplan and Harry? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah I was just yes, gonna say yes, their yes. names. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they wrote yeah. they they wrote the Brady sequel. They were 100%. they were writers. Oh, really? They were really they were real, and they were team, some, a great yes, great team and uh, really uh, really fun. So talented. cool. Still 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 killing it in the business. And um, uh, they were um, it was so fun. Well, I uh, I want to go back to uh, are you are did you keep in touch with Corey Feldman and Will yeah. Wheaton and 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 what was it like uh what when River uh passed you know, away? I when, mean that must when have River been passed crushed. away, it's still it's still something I uh think about all the time. He was one of the it, best. It, it's just such a loss for all of us. It's very emotional too. I told you I rewatched Stand By Me the other night and um at the end his character passes away and it's like so emotional, you know? Oh my god. 
it's just as uh, upsetting. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just upsetting. I, I don't know what, I don't know how else to say it, you know? I know. And what about the other guys? You, you still have, you in touch with Corey. I, uh, follow Corey. I try and retweet whenever his band is playing and all that stuff. And Will Wheaton, I see a lot, uh, often he's, uh, actually a television host. Now he hosts a show called the ready room. You should get him on this show. Awesome. He's a really funny, uh, host with all things, Star Trek on Paramount plus Paramount so great. and, um, <laughs> plus. <laughs> he's a character, Christine. He was there that day when we auditioned for calendar girl, if you recall. Uh, you probably don't recall it, but he had a I, brand new Toyota 4Runner. And I remember being like, when I get some money, I'm going to get a 4Runner. Stop. Well. No, yeah. I remember you. Here's the, you know, David, you and I, talk, just to tie it back a little bit, when, you know, David and I talked about when our show, Hey Dude, came on the air because we were such this little cable show, we looked at like, like the, I looked at, I remember I was at the kids choice awards or, or it was the universal studios or something where Will Wheaton was there. And I just remember thinking like, wow. that's, that's Will Wheaton, you know, know, that is Will Wheaton. And like, I are know. we ever going to get to mingle with the Will Wheatons and the Jerry O's of the world? And yeah. Yeah. It, it, yes. And now look at us, David, when I didn't we, live in when the hills. stick around I lived, long enough, I lived at I live right. at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, uh, but you were apartment, the you, you, apartment you were the bedroom. you were the cool kids. <laughs> you Christine guys has were been the to cool that kids. apartment. Christine has been to my apartment. That's right. <laughs> or that a bachelor is, screening party. That is right. Oh my gosh. First of all, the other thing about that movie, Room Six, which we'll bring it up because we just have to bring it up at least 10 times before this ends. But um I was uh pregnant with Quinn during that movie. And yes, you you definitely knew, but I, knew I was dis- well. Then I kept I was, secret. I didn't say anything. I mean, yeah, that's how good I, was I am with a fairly secret. disguised through most of the movie until the end, and everybody's like, "Can you just try to suck in your stomach?" Oh, oh my gosh! You for the scene, I was like, "You can't just frame up a little." No more. way! I said that. <laughs> um, Jerry, thank you. Wait, first of all, congratulations! You have a birthday show. Yes, happy birthday, buddy. We're going to do a little thing on the talk. I'm going to dance with the cast of Magic Mike live. I'm going to be taking it all off and exposing all of it oh my on God. daytime television. It's going to be super Ooh, fun. I've been rehearsing. I actually will be go rehearsing. You've been working out? Are you, you, you in the gym? <laughs> a lot of core work, David. You well, know I, saw the, work, I saw the Harry Styles. I saw the Harry Styles. By the way, what's so funny, uh, if anyone's... Uh, um, I, I imitated Harry Styles after the Grammys and was like, sorry, Beyonce. Um, you you're wearing like things? a unitard or like you're wearing like, like I lost was it? a thousand. I lost a thousand followers when I posted that. Can you believe how crazy that <laughs> is? The beehive, the, the beehive was like, no, I'm out of here. Oh, boy. By the oh, way, I don't I mess said with them. Beyonce should have won at the end of it. So I'm sorry. All right, let's beehive. go on the record. Jerry O'Connell is in favor of Beyonce. Queen B. Queen Bee and Harry. I love you guys. Happy birthday, Jerry, buddy. Happy Thank birthday. You. We love you. Thank you so much. See you soon. That was great, man. He's, I, you know, he always shows up 100%. He's got such a zest for life. He loves his life. He yeah. loves his family. He is, he is who he is, David. You know how we've just talked about, like, he, he puts it all out there and he's like, he's so unapologetic about, and what I love is he's just so brutally honest too about yeah, he's, everything. He's genuine. He's absolutely he's genuine. genuine. It's not put on, it's not phony. He really is just a kind, sweet, happy guy. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy we yeah. to talk to him. And, uh, and he really has found his, uh, his place. I mean, he's like, he's such a good actor and he'll continue. Like he's, you know, I love that he started out the interview saying, I don't act anymore, but I have this reoccurring thing on billions <laughs> working with Paul Giamatti. Like you don't get to say you're not an actor when you're on a show like that. Right. Um, but that's how humble he is. And, and the fact that he can just do the show, by the way, with all women, he's the first male host, oh you know, God, like permanent really? host. Yes. It's an all women's talk show. They've had guest hosts, but he's a permanent host now. And he, for him to find his way, um, in with the ladies is, um, that's not an easy task. We're not, we're not an easy bunch. <laughs> I'm so happy for him because he seems to really enjoy it. And he seems to have like a natural talent for it. You know? Yeah. He's in the right so, spot. 
his sound because he was sitting outside and there were lots of if for, for the listeners we we could see him but there were a lot of uh golf carts that were beeping yeah going i think by. he's right down near my house at cbs Rashford, i'm pretty sure <laughs> anyway uh what a great episode all right um, thanks everyone really for listening yes. uh we got more great guests coming up and uh we don't want to give it away but please nope. come come back next week come back thanks. next week yeah christine great to see you all right david have a great See you next week. time. Okay, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and give us five stars. And please follow us on Instagram at Hey Dude the Nineties Called. See you next time. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.